0: In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis as we recaptured 41000 Including and quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Keiser, GBTC equilibrium achieved $50,000 Bitcoin delayed due to some Wall Street players blocking Bitcoin ETF purchases, but $50,000 is now an immediate target. Send it. Also breaking news, BlackRock now owns more than $49,952 BTC. We'll also be discussing Natalie now in her new interview, shared the following. Bitcoin is my insurance policy in a world of debasement, uncertainty, institutionalization of moral hazard, and credit risk. I don't worry about other cryptocurrencies. I worry about the consequences, of the fiat experiment, and inflation. That's why I Bitcoin. Also, Jim Cramer just gave another Bitcoin buy signal, quoting him here 22 hours ago before we pumped over $1,000. Another day, another chance to roll out a Bitcoin while the numbers go up. Club tries to keep it at... 40,000. Thank you, Inverse Kramer. Also in today's show, U.S. government planned 118 million Bitcoin sale. It's just peanuts compared to the dumpage of GBTC, which we just witnessed. We'll also be discussing Tesla maintaining their Bitcoin holdings. I'll be breaking down their latest balance sheet, as well as CryptoQuant CEO says the institutions will drive a faster and more spectacular Bitcoin bull run. Let's go. As well as Bitcoin to go ballistic after breaking out of this major resistance zone, predict crypto analysts. Also quoting the Strike CEO, he calls Ethereum a tech play and says Bitcoin solves the biggest financial problem of our time. I'll be breaking down the Strike CEO Jack Mahler's $1 million. Bitcoin price prediction. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at cryptonewsalerts.net. Again, that's cryptonewsalerts.net. Today is pod episode number 1534. I'm your host, JV, and today is January 26, 2024. TGIF! Let's go. Checking out our market watch here. We got Bitcoin back in the green, baby. Trading above 41500 up roughly 1900 on the day. So congrats to all my Bitcoin hodlers. We got Ether in the green, XRP, Solana, Cardano, all pumping, modest gains. And zooming out on the, oh wow, that's actually, I don't know why, but default it's going to the one hour. I typically put it on the one day Okay, there we go. That's more accurate. My apologies. On the one day, Bitcoin is now up over 4%. Solana up 7% and more than modest gains. These are pretty nice. And zooming out on the monthly, we have... Bitcoin just up the 4%, Solana up 7%, didn't change much, much. And checking out uh coinmarketcap.com. We're sitting at a 1.6 trillion market cap with $51 billion in volume for the past 24 hours, Bitcoin dominance still on the rise at 50.7%, and the ether dominance on the decline, all the way back down to 16.9%. Shout out to Lisa Brault. I appreciate you joining the Huddle gang and supporting the channel. Much love, much respect. And checking out the Top one hundred crypto gainers for the past 24 hours. We got sats up 25 followed by conflux up roughly 23 followed by ENS up roughly 19 Below that, near protocol, Akash, Bonk, and Optimism. Now, which altcoins are you most bullish on for this bull run fam? Let me know in the comments right down below. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective on the daily. Virtually everything in the green. These are the days we live for. I don't see, oh, I see one maker. The only red in the entire top 100 is Maker. So virtually everything is in the green and pretty impressive gains overall. And the altcoin market really needed it because it's been taking a beaten bloodbath uh, for the past week. So zooming out on the monthly to get a broader perspective, we do have some big gainers. Uh, SUI is up 55%, PLS 84%, eHex 56%, Hex uh, 59%, uh, Satoshi Vision 28%, ICP 38%, Maker 40. percent 5%. And checking out the crypto greed and fair index. Today we're back in neutral with a 49. Yesterday was a 52, last week a 51, and last month a 73 in greed. So there you have it. And I also wanted to bring up the Bitcoin halving clock. You can see we only have 82 days away for the Bitcoin halving, which is estimated to take place April 18th. 2024. I mean, 82 days is going to come and go before you can snap your fingers. I'm just saying time sure does fly, especially in this crypto world, if you know what I'm saying. But anyways, family, let me know your thoughts uh, on that uh, regarding the latest uh, data I just shared with you and what alts you're mostly bullish on right now. But let's dive into our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out some of the indicators and what's happening right now in the market as we continue our pumpage above 41600 That's right. Here you're looking at trading view uh, just to see some of the indicators. The overall indicators show uh, we're neutral currently, right? Pretty much in the middle. Uh, There's 10 neutral signals, eight buy and eight sell, hence why we're neutral. And for the oscillators, there's only one sell, one buy and nine neutral. And for the moving averages, you can see uh, seven sell signals, one neutral and seven buy. So yeah, Bitcoin passed the crucial 40,000 resistance level. It's currently above 41,500. This latest surge has allowed Bitcoin to move past its 50-day exponential moving average on the four-hour chart, which can signal growing momentum beyond the rally. I think the next big target is going to be 42,000. What do you guys think? And the Crypto Greed and Fear Index had a slight uptick, but still in neutral with a 49, as I shared a little earlier. So if Bitcoin can continue building on these technical milestones and growing trading volumes, the Bitcoin price can be poised to challenge resistance, which is around $43,500. So we're only a thousand away from testing that level. Do you think Bitcoin will break out? Of this uh, channel, let me know. And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, the one and only Max Kaiser, he wrote: "GBTC equilibrium achieved. Fifty thousand dollar Bitcoin delayed due to some Wall Street players blocking the Bitcoin ETF purchases, such as uh, you know Merrill Lynch. We had Bank of America, and what's the big one? Uh, the second largest asset manager in the world, uh, next to BlackRock, is." what's the name vanguard that's what he's referring to so he's saying now 50,000 is an immediate target and shout out to nigee bukele and uh, other tweets here breaking news blackrock now owns more than 49,952 btc pretty impressive in the longer time frame bitcoin will go so much higher and you know the asset managers are going to continue stacking so it seems the bulk of the sell off from gbtc is over, so I think the low is in. What are your thoughts, family? Now, quoting Natalie Brunel, who was recently interviewed on uh, Fox News: "Bitcoin is my insurance policy in a world of debasement, uncertainty, institutionalization—sorry, uh, uh, institutionalization of moral hazard and credit risk." I don't worry about other cryptocurrencies. I worry about the consequences of the fiat experiment and inflation. That's why I Bitcoin and later exclusively on Rumble, I'll be doing a JV react session to her new interview. So be sure to stick around. Um, also as shared here, Jim Cramer, thank you for the call. He wrote 22 hours ago, right before we started pumping. And yes, it got a million views. Another day, another chance to roll out of Bitcoin while the number go up club tries to keep it at $40,000. A Bitcoin therapist responded, tell me you're upset. You sold the bottom without telling me you're upset. Uh, Kevin wrote the most bullish signal. We we could possibly ask for thanks again jim opening a 100x long and i retweeted it and wrote thanks for the bitcoin buy signal hashtag inverse kramer i mean kramer never disappoints the most epic buy signal whenever he is flooding Bitcoin without fail. What do you guys think? Now let's discuss the government sell-off. And don't be too alarmed because the U.S. government planned 118 million Bitcoin sale is just peanuts compared to what we just witnessed with uh, GBTC. So yeah, the U.S. government planned to sell uh, 118 million in the Sea Silk Road Bitcoin. Shouldn't be a... Cause of concern, according to market commentators, January 10th, a forfeiture notice, which made the rounds on social media on January 24th, shows the government plans to dispose of the 2,900 Bitcoin following the January 8th sentencing, a Silk Road, what is that, Xanax dealer, Ryan Faras and his 72-year-old father, Joseph, for money laundering conspiracy. Interesting. While a few members of the community shared concerns, the auction could lead to a multi-million dollar dump. Bitcoin. Uh, Managing director at Bitcoin Exchange, Swan Bitcoin, was among many who argued that the sale would be peanuts compared to the outflows from the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust over the past week. Quitting him here, peanuts, we have been eating GBTC sales for X this For breakfast. So the GBTC had sold 106,575 BTC worth over $4.2 billion since it converted to a spot Bitcoin ETF on January 11th, with the latest outflow being 10,871 BTC on January uh 24th now the u.s government's planned sale is also just one and a half percent of the total estimated one hundred ninety four thousand bitcoin roughly 7.7 billion it holds from three seizures it made in criminal cases according to data from crypto firm 21 Co. This in total is still less than 1% of Bitcoin's circulating supply. The three Bitcoin hauls and sales by the US government are number one, the 94,000 seized in January 2022 from the 2016 Bitfinex hack, number two, 69,000 Bitcoin seized in November of 2020 from Silk Road, and number three, 51,000 Bitcoin seized from Silk Road Hacker. James Zhang. Now, around 41,000 Bitcoin was due to be offloaded and forced sales throughout last year in 2023. The U.S. government has been known to sometimes auction Bitcoin, the most notable being the 2014 purchase by legendary venture capitalist Tim Draper, who scooped up nearly 30,000 BTC in an auction Winning. And more recently, the government moved to sell seized crypto on the exchanges instead of auctions, with the last known sale of 9,118 BTC in March 2023. Why do you think the government is no longer doing auctions but doing it on the exchanges? Clearly, in my humble opinion, is to manipulate and suppress. The price action, but I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And do you think this government sell-off will have any significant effect or impact on the Bitcoin price? Let me know your thoughts. Okay, let's dive into our next story and discuss the latest with Tesla and their balance sheet. There have been no sales of their digital assets, including Bitcoin, which is a good sign. So here we go. Tesla, Elon's electric car company released its fourth quarter, 2023 earnings on Wednesday, showing net digital assets of 184 million on the balance sheet. Tesla has has held this amount of digital assets since the fourth quarter of 2022, which you can see right here. Tesla previously explained that his digital assets were made up of almost entirely Bitcoin, noting that while the company accepts the meme crypto Doge for some merchandise, how, how many people are p- purchasing merchandise? Uh, you know, what I mean, using Doge? I'm curious. Anyone here? The amount of Dogecoin it has accumulated is very small. That's because he knows it's a meme coin, aka Ishcoin, aka crap coin. Otherwise, he'd have it on his balance sheet in a tremendous level. Why is it primarily Bitcoin? Because he understands the value proposition of Bitcoin and that there is no second best. Musk insisted during the quarter four 2023 earnings call on Wednesday, I do see a path where Tesla could one day be the most valuable company In the entire world, Tesla invested one and a half billion in Bitcoin. This was back in quarter one of 2021, but then stupidly sold 75% of his holdings in quarter two of the following year, 2022. I wonder if he had pressure from the government. You know what I mean? What do you guys think? Now, Musk explained at the time the company is certainly open to increasing its Bitcoin holdings in the future, noting that the sale was due to concerns about the company's overall liquidity given COVID shutdowns in China. The billionaire also recently disclosed that another one of his companies, SpaceX, also holds a bunch of Bitcoin. And moreover, Musk himself owns a bunch of Dogecoin alongside Bitcoin and Ether. While Musk and his companies hold cryptos, he recently said he doesn't spend a lot of time thinking about crypto. He also said in November last year that none of his companies will ever create a crypto token. The Tesla boss is currently building his social media platform X into what he envisions as a powerful financial platform. He aims for users to conduct all their financial activities on X, potentially eliminating the need for traditional banking accounts. X has secured 12 money transmitter licenses across the world. The US. Now, do you think he will implement Bitcoin in his payments network for X, or do you think he'll neglect it? As he says, he never thinks about cryptocurrencies. I mean, in all fairness, if you were on paper the richest, most wealthiest human being on the planet, you probably wouldn't be so focused on Bitcoin either. Because if you were, then the powers that be may take. His wealthy number one position from him because you got to remember he has to play ball with the government the majority of elon's income comes from government subsidies so in my opinion he is one in the same with the government so he's gonna preach the same agenda as the government which is to flood bitcoin Hence why he dumped 75% of his holdings, in my opinion. And hence why he removed accepting Bitcoin as a form of payment and shared that FUD with the ESG BS, which has already been disproven. But guess what? He didn't stick by his word. He didn't accept Bitcoin. It's already been proven, right? The clean energy exceeds now 50% for Bitcoin mining. However, he never changed his stance as he promised he would. Why? He's controlled by the government. The same way Jim Cramer, Binance... Janet Yellen, and the rest of them are. You know what I mean? What are your thoughts? That's just JV's thoughts. But anyways, let's dive into our next story. Keep the comments the pumping and flowing. Pump the likes to pump the stream. We now got 440 people, but again, we got to get to a thousand. And with you pumping the likes, we can make it happen. Let's discuss the latest with the institutions here. The headline reads, CryptoQuant CEO says institutions will drive a faster and more spectacular Bitcoin bull run. Look at that ET right there. Is that one of the greys? Which ET would you define him as? Let me know. (laughs) Now, the co-founder and CEO of market intelligence firm CryptoQuant says he believes that blue chip financial institutions are getting involved in Bitcoin, which can spark the biggest bull run yet. Let's go. In a new thread, Ki Jong-Hoo tells his followers on X that he expects an explosive Bitcoin bull run with the help of traditional Finance, better known as TradeFi. Now, TradeFi firms increased their involvement with Bitcoin with the recent approval of the spot Bitcoin ETFs, which give investors exposure to Bitcoin through stock exchange platforms without having to actually purchase the digital asset. Quoting him here, with TradeFi entering the market, the next bull run is expected to be faster and more spectacular than before. The CEO also says he believes Bitcoin is currently experiencing a correction in the short term, but will eventually Skyrocket. He shares a Fibonacci extension analysis from popular synonymous crypto analyst Nunya Business that indicates the top crypto asset could dip to the 35,000 level, as he shares here. This TA fits my narrative. Short-term correction, then up only. Maximum drawdown might be around. 30% and he also says using trend based Fibonacci extensions to guess the target of a potential local pullback three of the past four bottomed around 23.6% 35,000 would be a 30% drawdown enough to statiate the bears, and traders use the Fibonacci extension and TA to estimate the profit targets and the price pullbacks. And as Max Kaiser says, technical analysis is astrology for men. Now, I agree with that sentiment because anyone could look at the charts and draw patterns and perceive it any way you want. Like two analysts could be looking at the same chart, like realistically, and one can say, oh, we're going to crash to 12,000. Look at that. We see a You know what I mean? And then another analyst can look at the same thing and say, no, we're heading to 90,000. Look at this. Because we all have different perceptions, right? So that's why it's kind of funny TA at the end of the day. But anyways, fam, next story of the day, still got a lot. More to share with you. We now have close to 500 on the stream, which is cool. But keep the likes to come in. We can pump the stream. We should have 1,000 here by now. Anyways, uh, here's the latest with Bitcoin going ballistic. The headline reads, Bitcoin to go ballistic. <laughs> I love that word. After breaking out of the major resistance level, predicts crypto analyst Jason Pizzino. What up, my Pizzino? In a new strategy session, Pizzino shares on YouTube with his subs. He believes Bitcoin is only going to soar once it flips the cycle high. A oh, 49 Gs, baby into support, quoting him here. The second half of 2024 is when things get a little clearer. We have got that top in at 49,000, so it might be a little while until we break through that top for BTC. But once we do, the S&P, NASDAQ, real estate, Bitcoin, and cryptos, we're going to go ballistic, I think, from the second half of 2024 leading into 2025. And then we really need to get serious about where we start to take profits. Profits are for chumps. Just joking, but I'm serious at the same time. He warns that Bitcoin could (laughs) decline further from its current value if when bouncing back up past the 40,000 level, it faces rejection at two key prior support levels, quoting him again. It looks like Bitcoin is trying to find a base here somewhere around the mid to high 30,000s. Maybe we sit under 40,000 for several weeks or not as we lead into that halving. Now, if you see any rejections from roughly 41 or 44,000, that can be further Downside. So there you have it. Uh, also, the trader suggests that even if Bitcoin doesn't decline much further, Bitcoin could trade sideways until March based on the length of the prior corrections during the current cycle, which lasted roughly 60 days compared to the current 12-day correction. Thus far, quitting him again. Now, in terms of the downside, we have done 12 days and 21% to the uh, downside. You guys might recall previous pullbacks from the top, July 13, 2023 to September's low, 21.8%, but it took 60 days in that case. And also the rally up in April out of the banking crisis, another 62 days down and roughly 20% to the downside. So we have done the same correction that the market has done the entire way up, but in a very short period of time. That is why if this is the final correction, if that is the lowest point the Bitcoin goes, 38.5, we may still need a little more time at these levels to catch up, play out something similar that happened to two prior corrections. That would then line up to somewhere in around March, just before the halving. And potentially we see the market rise, from there. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts. As we continue to pump, 42 incoming. We're only, what is that, $69 away? Let's go. But anyways, family, now let's dive into our featured story of the day. The Strike CEO was recently interviewed on the mainstream, calling Ethereum a tech play. It says that Bitcoin solves the biggest financial problem of our time. And he also predicts Bitcoin hitting a million dollars Per coin. So here's the latest from the Strike CEO, the fearless Jack Maulers. If you're a fan of Jack, let me know in that chat, family, and pump the likes to help pump the stream as Bitcoin price is pumping up close to $2,500 on the day. And we're just getting started. Here we go. Strike founder Jack Maulers recently expressed his firm belief in Bitcoin's potential to solve what he describes as the biggest financial problem Ever, it's going up forever, Laura. Central banking and the global debt crisis, which continues to plague humanity, Mauler's made the statement during an interview with Yahoo Finance, January twenty fourth, where he highlighted Bitcoin in relation to government debt by focusing on the significant issue of global financial instability, primarily driven by the excessive government debt. So let's discuss Bitcoin as a hedge. Mahler says the staggering global debt to GDP ratio, which currently stands at an alarming. 360% represents a critical problem where governments have accumulated debt to such an extent that there seems to be no feasible way to pay it back. Of course they can't pay that back. Quoting him here, someone's run up a $37 trillion bill at the bar. So who's paying for that? (laughs) Hilarious. Mauler's argued that the holders of government-issued currencies will ultimately bear this massive debt burden. He reasoned that governments might address their debt by debasing their currencies by printing more money. This currency debasement process erodes the currency value, and leading to potential inflation and financial instability for those holding these currencies. Additionally, Mauler's pointed out the current state of the traditional financial markets, particularly the bond market, which he notes as being in its worst condition ever. Combined with the underperformance of conventional investment strategies like the 60/40 portfolio, this paints a bleak picture of the financial landscape further underscoring Bitcoin's relevance as an alternative Uh, investment. And according to Mahler's, Bitcoin is the only innovation to solve the central banking problem and serve as a global world reserve currency. That's right. Now, if Bitcoin, hypothetically speaking, were to become a global world reserve currency, you already know we're going to blow past a million dollars per coin. What are your thoughts on that, family? Now, let's discuss the Ethereum tech play. Mahler's further stated that other cryptocurrencies like Ethereum, Solana... And the infamous Dogecoin should not be grouped together because they do not address the fundamental financial issues that Bitcoin can solve. Preach. He referred to Ethereum as a tech play, suggesting its value and utility are more aligned with technological innovation and adoption rather than serving as a stable financial instrument. He said Ethereum is more akin to a speculative in- investment dependent upon its technological success and acceptance in broader applications such as finance and tech industries, Mauler's likened Ethereum to equities, comparing investing in it to investing in stocks like Tesla. He suggested that people might invest in Ethereum, hoping it'll soar in value like high-performing stocks based on technological advancements and leadership rather than its potential as a stable currency or store of value. And that's right. Honestly speaking, in my humble opinion, Ethereum can't even be considered as a store of value in any way, shape, or form considering there is no finite limited supply. If you looked up Ethereum's max supply on coin market cap, they show you the infinity sign not a good look. Now, he also implied that Ethereum's success and adoption depends on the acceptance and use of major financial players like banks and institutional investors. This dependence on external factors contrasts sharply with his view of Bitcoin, which he sees as a more autonomous and independent of mainstream financial systems. His skepticism towards Ethereum stems from history. He recalled a significant hack and instances where the Ethereum foundation intervened in the transaction process. That's right. They can... Reverse transactions, if that's not sus, to you. I don't know what is. In his view, these events cast doubts on Ethereum's reliability and integrity as a financial instrument. He criticized the Ethereum Foundation for cherry-picking transactions in response to issues which, according to Maulers, undermines the predictability and trustworthiness essential in a financial system. Preach. I love Jack for telling it like it is. And I actually did a react session to that interview maybe a couple of days ago on Rumble. Let me know if you were able to watch it. Now, he did share last year year reasons why he believes uh, Bitcoin will hit a million dollars per coin. And let me cherry pick some of the things here. Do you remember last year we had that regional banking crisis to kick off the year? Uh, Bitcoin started at probably, we were under 17,000, 18,000 in that range. And by the end of the year, I mean, Bitcoin did quite well. We performed roughly 160% year to date. And it was all stemming from the regional banking crisis, followed by all the excitement and anticipation with the Bitcoin ETS once BlackRock made that announcement. You even had Balaji, the former chief technology officer of Coinbase, who believes uh, he actually made a prediction and bet a million dollars on it. Do you remember this throwback? I will take the bet. You buy one Bitcoin, I will send you 1 million USD. It's 40 to 1 odds as Bitcoin is worth at that time, 26,000. This was off the back of the banking regional crisis. He ultimately bet that Bitcoin would hit a million dollars per coin within 90 days. Clearly, that did not happen. But nonetheless, it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. He also wrote here, just as in 2008, the bankers lied. This time, the central bankers, the banks and the bank regulators have lied to all dollar holders and depositors. That's why you can't trust the bank's family. Only keeping the bank where you can afford to lose. Now, when he spoke on CNBC, now referring to Jack Maulers, he discussed the role of Bitcoin in the ongoing banking crisis. And Maulers is convinced that the Bitcoin price will hit $1 million fueled by global hyper- Inflation, that's right, and eventually create something called hyper-Bitcoinization, which was talked about at the Bitcoin Miami conference. And according to Maulers, the Fed has tarnished its name by printing more money to save the banking industry, despite claims to reduce inflation to 2%, which we all know is hogwash, as they just FUD the numbers Fudge the numbers, that is. And Mauler's, yeah, quoting him here, there are only two things I can guarantee in this world. Nobody can live forever and that nobody can create more than 21 million Bitcoin. Do you hear that, Jamie Diamond, aka Jamie the Tapeworm, who claims Satoshi is going to come back and print more Bitcoin? Do you hear that? (laughs) For everything else, there will always be more supply given enough demand. That is why the only two things I truly value are my life and my Bitcoin. This is one of my favorite quotes of all time. The only thing I would add here, my family and God. And there you go. I agree there 100%. And regarding the altcoins, uh, here's what Mauler's had to share. My overall opinion is that the name of the game is to accumulate as much Bitcoin as possible. Alts are interesting, but a lot more speculative. I use them to accumulate more Bitcoin. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know your thoughts on the most recent uh, thoughts and sentiment from Jack Maulers. And do you believe we will hit a million dollars per coin. And by what year? I personally feel we hit that target by 2029. Not this having, but the following having, which will occur in 2028. That's the year preceding the having. But let me know your thoughts in the comments. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle!